I thought I grew my business fast, but Josh Fields grew his to 50 plus units in just about two years. And guess what? Zero dollars of marketing. He's going to show you exactly how he did that here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. If you are serious about building your short-term rental business to $10,000, $20,000, maybe even $30,000 a month or more, you have come to the right place. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast, where we teach you all things short-term rentals. The best guests, the best tools, the best strategies. There are so many investing paths out there. It can be seriously overwhelming to start out as a new investor, but take it from me, short-term rentals is the best and the quickest way to build your cash flow. So buckle up, listen in, and get ready to conquer the world of short-term rentals. Here we go. Hey, Fearless community, before we get the show started, I want to let you know that you now have the chance to get direct access to me in order to grow and strengthen your short-term rental business. How? The Six Figure Formula Membership. I'm the only one in this space offering this value-packed membership for a stupid, stupid low price of $49 per month, and you get access to me my podcast guests, you get to be a part of our amazing private community, you get our full A to Z business in a box STR kickstart course, and maybe most exciting, especially for me, you get exclusive discounts that we worked for months to get that no one else is getting out there. Price Labs, AirDNA, NoiseAware, HostAway, and so many more at your fingertips. So become a part of this 6FF movement. Get started today for just $49 a month at fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF. Hey guys, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. You are listening to me, Kyle Stanley. Excited to have you listening in. As always, if you are not subscribed to the podcast or YouTube channel, please do. If you're watching on YouTube, drop a comment. If you are listening on the podcast, please leave us a review. That helps out tremendously to help get our name out so that more people can learn how to do Airbnb and short-term rentals the right way. Now, speaking of doing it the right way, Josh Fields definitely is doing that. He's in Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama, and he is building a business that is growing at a crazy high rate, but the quality at which it's growing is staying extremely high. He's actually saying no to more people than he's saying yes to from a co-hosting standpoint. And then he also has a fund that he's built up to about 14 units that he and partners own. They also have a handful of arbitrages as well. But one of the things that I liked is that Josh has not spent any money on marketing, not a single dollar. And so that in itself lends me to wonder like, hey, how are you doing that? And so that's what we talk about today here on the Fearless Investor Podcast. Let's get to it right now and hear straight from the horse's mouth, Josh right now on the Fearless Investor Podcast. Hey guys, welcome into another episode of the Fearless Investor Podcast, and we have Josh Fields on here today from Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, Josh is our very own, one of our very own Six Figure Formula members, and he's killing it out there with over 50 properties. Uh, Josh, welcome in, man, and congrats on the success. Hey man, again, appreciate, uh, appreciate you having me here and excited to uh, share a little bit of day with the audience. And even coming live from one of your Airbnbs, right? That's right. Yeah, we're uh, <laughs> we're live and local here, and uh, figured I'd have the opportunity to to drop in, do some inspections, you know, some pop in surprise inspections after we uh, after we wrap up here today. Just did one of those myself. I never do those. I I did the one today, and uh, we're changing some things with the team after seeing that. So <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> it's good. It's good to put eyes. Pretty valuable to you know yeah. stay on the front lines uh, every now and then. So exactly. All right. Well, here live in our six-figure formula community, um, ready for people to 
start asking you questions and hearing how you're going to, how you've been building your business. But also if you're watching this live, welcome in. If you're watching this recorded, uh, the way that you definitely want to take a look at this in the future is by being here live with the Six Figure Formula community. You can check that out at fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF. So Josh, let's get started here. What's your craziest Airbnb story with over 50 properties? I'm sure you've got a, a doozy for us. Well, uh, probably had to be a, a, a guest that came to us from Airbnb that turned into a uh, direct booking. Long story short, their house had been knocked down by a tornado. Uh, they were looking to rehelp home their family from an insurance rental. And, you know, long story short, uh, they had uh, flooded a, uh, a toilet, ended up coming down into the kitchen below about $3,600 worth of damage or so. And um, you know, really didn't feel like they were responsible for it, even though we found some, uh, these quote unquote flushable wipes, uh, that aren't flushable. Oh boy. And so, uh, you know, just you live and you learn, uh, that was, uh, that was a little earlier on. And quite honestly, uh, you know, it wasn't anything you were going to catch with a background check or anything yeah. uh, of that nature. But because of that, you know, we're looking to institute, uh, you know, obviously we've got great insurance on the properties already. Make sure you have insurance on every single one of your properties. Heads up, this Airbnb coverage won't won't do it for you. Uh, right. But secondly, um, instituting you know something that would be able to cover our deductibles. Uh, so we actually didn't even claim it on on coverage, but uh, I'm trying to work it out with the guests. So that's uh, out of all of our experiences, that's probably been the the one that's got us so far. Oh boy, yeah. Well, hey, that that's pretty tame for. $3,600. I I've heard of some, some worse ones, but especially with sure, 50 plus sure. properties, you know, it could be a lot worse. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that that's the the craziest that you've had so far. So Josh, give people a little bit of an overview. I, I already mentioned 50 properties, but how quickly did you get to 50? Are they all ones that you manage? Is it co-host? Is it arbitrage? What would give us kind of the scope of your entire business? You know, a little bit of all of the above. We've got uh, we've got some that we arbitrage. That's actually how we started out. I'm sure we'll get into that. We uh, we've got uh, quite a few that we manage, and then we've got I don't know, roughly 14 or so that we own as a part of a you know, real estate investment firm here in the Montgomery area. And um, you know, as far as how long it took, you know, I'd say because it. You know, we don't have this uh, huge marketing budget. It probably took us a little longer uh, than some other folks. You know, I think we're right there at about a year and a half or so, uh, almost, you know, I'd, I'd say more like two years uh, before we hit that mark. And really the other part about it is the fact that we don't take on everything. We actually turn down more than we take on, you know, which is, I feel like it's really helped our business and really helps us retain uh, our brand, which is again, one of the most valuable things the business owns at this point. I, I like how you made it sound like it, a year and a half or two years to get 50 properties is a long time. <laughs> that's, that's quick, brother. Sure. Uh, well, I, you know, it's, uh, again, we feel like with our brand, with the, uh, the customer service level that we have, the, you know, I guess the super host status helps it out on Airbnb, but really just being able to serve our guests uh, at a high level and we'll be able to you know, do some interior design. I don't take any credit for that. You know, I don't have much of an eye for that. I've got people for that. But, um, you know, we just had quite a few folks look at us and say, man, you know, we like what you're doing. And the processes that we've put in place allowed us to be able to scale at a, at a high level without having to go back and reinvent the wheel. And so uh, 
I'm a big process guy as well. And, you know, got you to think for some of that as well. Well, cool. So we're going back to kind of like, as you were getting started, did you have a real estate background or what were you doing before this? No, I didn't. I was in uh, financial advising, working mainly with uh, business owners, uh, you know, in the, uh, in the insurance space and in the, you know, of course, investment world, uh, licensed stockbroker and, you know, all that was well and good. Started this business on the side. We had some money that was building up in life insurance policies with the way that we have uh, structured those. And, you know, just said, I think this would be a great opportunity for us to build this uh, secondary business on the side. And, you know, uh, we started off with two arbitrage properties and, and really just started running with it. Uh, I had it. I've got a great real estate networking group that has really helped us grow our business as well. And, uh, uh, you know, certainly be glad to talk about that, you know, in the marketing. Yeah, I definitely want to get to that. I, I'm curious, are you still doing the financial advising or is, is that at the wayside now? No, we'll do some consulting, uh, you know, for individuals, um, you know, still wanted to be able to service our clients and hand some of those off, but really have stepped into real estate full time, you know, as a result of uh, the success that we've had and, uh, you know, just very humble and, and grateful uh, for the opportunity. So you're accumulating this, this money through, it sounds like probably like an infinite banking policy. Is that what the, the life insurance was? Yes, sir. Yeah, cool. that's a, you know, essentially exactly right. And uh, used to, to build those for folks, um, built it for my family. Obviously, we 100% believe in it. And uh, uh, again, just had some had some uh, cash values building up. Said, man, you know, the policy, what it does is is all right itself. But hey, yeah. if we can, uh, you know, if we have an opportunity to borrow against this and, and really blow our returns out of the water, Absolutely. you know, we'll take it. So guys, we're not going to talk about what an infinite banking policy is right now because we've already done a lot of talks and interviews about that. So if you just go on this YouTube channel or the podcast and just search infinite banking, you're going to see a lot of different interviews that we've done about that and you can learn all about it. Uh, but Josh, you've got this money saved up. It's starting to accumulate. And then you've also got this full-time, let's, let's call it what it is. I mean, that's a, that's a stressful business being in financial advising, right? Like you're in charge of other people's money and, and you make this decision that, Hey, I want to start this kind of thing on the side and put my money to, to use what all went into that decision, especially knowing just how much time it is in the beginning when you're starting a, a you know, a real estate Airbnb business, was there any sort of like, Hey, will this take away from the financial advising or was, was this going to be an exit strategy? Like, I just wanted to know what the plan was and what maybe were some of the, the conversations that went into saying, let's, let's do this thing. You know, we started out, I actually uh, heard of, I was already doing infinite banking, but it heard, you know, of the uh, arbitrage model there on a podcast uh, that I believe some other uh, 6FF members are, are uh, part of, and uh, they're in the Birmingham area. And I love those guys. And, you know, had, had introduced the arbitrage model. Hey, this is something that we're considering getting into with, uh, you know, some of the uh, cash values for our clientele. Uh, that we would advise on something like this, you know, approached my wife and said, Hey, this actually makes a lot of sense. Folks are willing to pay, uh, this nightly rate versus what we're having to pay in a lease. Uh, there may be some margin there that, uh, that we can work with. Again, we started out with two units and, um, you know, as much research as we'd done, you know, cleaning the units at that point, having to leave in the middle of the day, uh, to 
run across town, literally across town from our office and clean. And, and man, inevitably, uh, you learn the hard way that the cleans about 90% of the time are going to be a certain level of dirty or cleanliness, if you will. And then, uh, you show up two hours before checkout time thinking this is going to be a normal clean and it's not. So, yeah, uh, you know, no, we had to learn the hard way from a same day check-in standpoint that, Hey man, I'm going to have to uh, ball up, get there a little earlier and just plan to work half the day cleaning the property. And we learned pretty quick that, you know, Hey, this has got the opportunity to produce some real income. You know, I do appreciate the opportunity to learn uh, and clean my own units, at least there initially, you know, and thought about, Hey, I, I think it, although I'm charging for a cleaning fee and I, and I was charging for my time, uh, I really think that, uh, we can continue to scale this and, you know, we're going to have to bring on some cleaners. So yeah, I uh, was fortunate that, uh, we got plugged in with some good folks here in the Montgomery area, you know, initially again, it, it was really just meant as a side business that we can generate some income, pull it back, you know, to the infinite banking policy and then just rinse and repeat. And, uh, we did that for our first seven arbitrage units and, nice. um, and then word got out, you know? So, yeah. You know, well, and, and that's, that's a good transition there. So you're, you're getting that proof of concept, you're seeing it work and you're also starting to see like, Hey, if I really want to do this thing, I got to hire some good people to take over what I'm doing because now sounds like you started getting some people knocking on your door and saying, Hey, Josh, how do I do this? So talk about that. Like what was, maybe what was that first moment or first phone call or first conversation that you realized like, Hey, I, I can, I can do this for other people and really take this thing to the next level. Well, I mentioned, uh, we had a real estate networking group, uh, here locally, uh, would really encourage folks to get plugged into their local chapter of, of, again, an investment group. Not only will you encounter other short-term, you know, rental operators in there, but really just all aspects of real estate before coming to you know, real estate from financial advising, uh, you know, really that networking group had opened our eyes to all the benefits, you know, from a real estate perspective, uh, you'd run into different investors, uh, quite often in the financial advising space, but had an opportunity again to, to really delve in through that networking group, you know, just sharing the testimonies, uh, Hey guys, this is something that, uh, I'll be glad to share our, you know, our testimony, uh, if anybody needs any, you know, really just the, the group, I guess, had given us so much. It was really just an opportunity to share uh, about what short-term rentals had done for us. It was around that time that I was considering stepping into it full-time. And, you know, again, just the opportunity, uh, you know, within our local market. Uh, and, and through that networking group, we developed several contacts and relationships that just said, hey, I... You know, I've got three or four here. I've got, I'm just starting out with one over here. Can I bounce a few ideas off of you? Ask some questions. You know, I've got the mentality that a, a candle that lights another candle loses nothing in return. And so mm. I didn't mind sharing, you know, well, here's what I would do in that situation. Or, you know, here's how I would maybe change your listing around a little bit to uh, help the decor, make the marketing more effective. Uh, and that really is so important. I know you cover that in your course as well. And, you know, eventually folks just said, you know what, this is so much more that goes into short-term rental and strategy and, uh, and getting the guest in and communicating, man, I didn't realize it. You're already doing it. 
how much can I pay you to just take this off my hands? So, uh, it, like I said, it was around that same time that made that consideration. I mean, I'm, I'm smiling over here because like what you're saying is exactly the route that I took as well. And you called it uh, light lighting another candle loses nothing. I'm going to steal that from you because that's good. <laughs> but I usually just would call that an abundance mindset and giving away with out expecting right. anything in return. And you just know it's going to come back tenfold. And was, was that like, you know, I want to, I want to stay there for a second because did you expect people to eventually come back to you and say, well, this is going to be too much work. Or did you just say, no, I'm just going to give away this information and, and just see what happens. You know, I, I was criticized by a few folks, you know, in the industry, I, I had approached a gentleman uh, who at the time was the largest operator here. I think he had six here in the city. And, um, you know, when I first got into it, said, Hey, I'm looking at doing this, you know, I, can I bounce, can I take you to lunch? And, uh, we laugh about it now. We, you know, we, I know just about everybody here you know, in the industry, in the city, uh, at least folks with any, any scale. And, uh, you know, he was very tight lipped in that conversation. I said, you know, I just, I don't see really how you benefit from, you know, just, uh, just again, that mentality. And so, yeah. you know, people thought I was building my own competition. Having said that, I know that we differentiate our rentals, uh, through whether it's through customer service, mm -hmm. you know, through our interior design, through the location that we decide, uh, you know, so many folks are just wanting to go get those first properties that they're willing to sacrifice on, on some of those things. And, you know, it's just, it's fortunate. We, we just, hey, that just wasn't in our business model. So, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we, our, our network has really grown here locally. We've got a local Facebook group that we're admins of gives us an opportunity again to bounce ideas off of each other, uh, share different events going on in town or, Hey, don't rent to these guys. They, yeah. they, uh, they flooded my apartment, you know? So, okay. uh, uh, having said that, um, you know, it really is, uh, matter of fact, uh, this Tuesday, what was it last night? We went to that meeting and, you know, I wasn't the speaker, but I had five or six people, you know, just come up to me. Hey man, don't let that guy get out of the room without talking to him. Uh, and just again, new folks coming in. Hey, I'm, somebody told me about subleasing. What, you know, what's that about? What, yeah. so, you know, handing out business cards, giving out my number and, and really just looking to be a resource really wherever we can. And, and again, fortunately it has, you know, I feel like it has paid off. How did you find this group? It's actually a client of mine on the, the, uh, financial side. He's a CPA, but he's also got 20 rental homes here. And he, he was, Hey man, let me invite you out to the group. I met him through another networking group. So it really is, you know, just getting plugged in, you know, again, uh, I was, obviously I was in financial advising when I joined that networking group and I uh, was local BNI group. If you're familiar with uh, BNI, I am, yeah. and, um, you know, through that it has really propelled, you know, so many other things and, and different avenues. Uh, so I'm very grateful for the organization and, you know, again, uh, for the, the real estate group, we've got different attorneys that speak, of course, different CPAs, you know, different, uh, obviously different investors, different landlords, uh, different property management companies, wholesalers, uh, get, really just have an opportunity to learn from the experts in their field. I've presented on, on short-term rentals. So, you know, again, it helps to see, you know, present yourself as a, as an expert in the field. And I think once you do that, folks realize that, Hey, there, this is not, 
simply throwing something on Airbnb and putting a bed in your room and taking some pictures with a cell phone. It's uh, a little bit more that goes into it. All right, listen up. If you are not using Price Labs, you are literally throwing money in the trash. Dynamic pricing is a must in our industry. If you don't know what that is, dynamic pricing is just a fancy term for supply and demand pricing. When demand is high, Price Labs will get you high price bookings. And when demand is low, it will fill up your calendar while the competition overprices themselves and leaves everything vacant. I was dumb in the beginning of my short-term rental journey. I thought I could do it all without Price Labs. So one day I just said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to try this thing out. And immediately my income went up 15 to 20% on my listings. I really was kicking myself. I should have been using this from the beginning. So don't make the same mistake as me. Get started with your free 30-day trial at fearlesskyle.com forward slash price labs. Or even better, how about getting 25% off your first six months as a thank you for being a part of the STR six-figure formula membership? That's right. Go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF to become a member and claim that discount today. So like the three things I'm hearing here is you got to find the right group that has the niche that it could be potentially your clients, right? Like these, a lot of these people have become your clients. Now you become the expert at something. Yours is short-term rentals. And then you essentially give away value for free, just giving away information, having free conversations. And eventually you've got 50 plus units and, uh, and, and a fund growing for, for the ones that you own. Is there so, any missing piece there or, or is it just as simple as that? You know, I would, I would also add that when you're going for a networking, don't ask for your direct referral, uh, meaning that, you know, the, my customers are, I guess the, the folks that benefit from me the most or the guests that come and stay while we always love those referrals for family members or for individuals that come into town, you know, for a variety of reasons, it's really the, the folks who can play connector to those guests is really who we're looking referrals to. So, you know, the opportunity to represent more properties, uh, is always a, you know, a great thing to have. We're, um, again, we're really trying to build our direct, uh, booking channel. And as much as, again, we'd like to, to have folks come directly to our website, we're really going after the referrals or the, I guess the connectors that connect us with those folks from an insurance perspective, from a you know, a corporate rental perspective, travel agents, insurance agents, uh, and claims adjusters, the folks who handle the travel nurses at the hospitals. So, you know, again, through that, you, you've got an opportunity to say, Hey, we've got a, we've got a differentiated business model here that we don't have to rely just on these, this one platform to bring us all the business. Absolutely. Unlike, uh, you know, some other operators here in the city, uh, they know that they're going to get a, you know, a professional looking property when we're done with it. And, uh, again, stepping off into it full time has allowed us to spend, you know, more time on honing our presentation on our message awesome. and, uh, and really, again, trying to make sure that the properties that we take on are, are the ones that really represent our brand in the right way. Yeah. And you keep on mentioning that. And I want to kind of talk about that. I think it's really unique that what you mentioned there, right? When people were saying, Hey, you're building up your competition. You kind of responded with, well, we're on another level, right? We've got different, we've got higher customer service. We got higher quality properties. Kind of like, just tell me what, what is your brand? What is Josh's company's brand? And how, how has that helped you to decide 
what types of properties or what types of maybe even principles in the business that you have taken on to match that brand? I think from the beginning, it was always um, the message that we wanted to convey was, would we want to stay in this property? You know, I've got uh, young children, uh, I'm married and, you know, would we feel comfortable in this area? Uh, we knew that uh, my wife is in healthcare, so we knew that, um, you know, those connections to the nursing market were going to be there, especially around, uh, you know, the, the COVID recovery, uh, really asked ourselves, can we, with this, with this property, uh, we want to give off a, you know, a, a luxury feel, you know, and so, uh, at a, at a quote unquote, an apartment price, you know, so even all the way down to the branding, the logo, you know, we went with things that would exude, you know, luxury. We've got suites in the name, Dreamline Suites, um, and really just wanted to make sure that, you know, again, all the way down to the marketing, the photos that we take, we really would like to make sure that our guest has a great experience. And it's part of the golden rule. Hey, do unto your guest as you would uh, want done to you. So uh, again, if I go to another property now, stay in another Airbnb, I typically am not beating up the other host because they don't have the wine bottles or they don't have the, you know, the, the welcome gifts or the, you know, some of the things that come standard, I guess I should say in our rentals, um, they may not necessarily have the, you know, the hundred percent cotton sheets or the, you know, the, the Turkish, uh, cotton towels or the, you know, the, just again, some of the amenities, I guess, some of the extras that we provide. And again, having said that really just wanted to, to build a brand around somewhere that I could go and feel comfortable. Uh, we, we used to, and I, and I can't say that we do it much anymore. We're growing at a pretty high clip here, but we always, uh, we started out having the model that we always wanted to stay at least a night or two in each of our properties, just to make right. sure that, Hey, the, you know, I can answer questions that might come around this time of night. I want to make sure there's not a loud train that goes by or, you know, uh, I think the first property I ever stayed in, you know, laughably, it took us a month to launch those first two properties. You just want to make sure that everything was there in there and realize uh, that I didn't have a wine bottle opener after all this. <laughs> and, uh, of course. That was, that's one thing that sticks out is we always make sure to put that wine bottle opener in there after that. So there you go. Again, really just, just, we wanted to experience it just like a guest would. And, um, and really that's the motivation for it or the, the properties that we pick out. Uh, I tell folks all the time, if my wife and daughter are coming from say the Atlanta area, a couple hours away after a long week of work, they're here for a dance competition. I want to make sure that they feel safe. They're comfortable. They didn't get here until 1030. They've got the codes that they need to access. They've got the, a well-lit area, mm -hmm. you know, again, I just want them to, to feel comfortable in an unfamiliar city. Absolutely. Josh, you, you get a few arbitrages sound like you've got about seven arbitrages. Then you started owning some properties and then you started to see that other people wanted you to manage for them. Some people don't want to do that. Some people say, Hey, I just, I just want to deal with the properties that I have. My arbitrages are my own properties. What would you say to them have been the benefits of opening up and managing other people, both financially and maybe what it's done for your business um, as a whole? You know, for us, we were already building the tools to be able to scale for our own purposes. 
you know, the things like the, the, all the technology that you offer in the course. I love those sections, you know, going through there, uh, even use some of the discounts uh, there as well. But, yeah. um, we were already building it at scale. It, it just, you know, it made a lot of sense for us to, you know, to be able to represent, uh, other hosts. And, and quite honestly, that's how that I'm now connected with, you know, the real estate investment group or, or this specific firm, not, not the uh, networking meeting, two different things there. You know, we started managing for this other set of property owners and, you know, they said, Josh, we, we love what you're doing. We obviously, we love the returns right now in short-term rental, you know, as part of your compensation, you know, we want you to come on with us in a full-time aspect and, you know, you're doing a great job on the management side, but, uh, you know, we really, you know, need some help as a COO and, mm. and that's really, we've had an opportunity to, uh, through them really gain equity in a lot of the properties that, that nice. we're purchasing now. And so, uh, that's really kind of the easiest answer is that it, it's just, it's opened up more doors, you know, for us in that regard, you always want to make sure that your time is valued. You know, it's, you're building the tools to be successful. Want to make sure all your expenses are covered. Sure. You know, those technology pieces that you add in per property. Absolutely. Uh, but really that again, that, that your time is valued as well. So I would encourage folks don't, don't, don't just throw a number out there, uh, just to, you know, just to take on more properties, yeah. um, be selective. And, uh, and it really is about the right partnership as well with your property owners. Well, uh, that's something else that, that doesn't need to be left unsaid. Probably, you know, location's very important how the properties are decors, you know, set up and designed, uh, but really it's got to be the right relationship, uh, you know, with that, the right partner, uh, with that property owner as well. That's a great point too. And, you know, we can, we can, you know, get excited about getting equity in a property and, and all these new relationships and, you know, making 25% on, you know, a property that might be doing $10,000 in a month. All that is sounding really exciting. And especially when you don't have to invest any money into it, that's pretty, pretty awesome. But man, you just mentioned the right partnership too. the, the best property with the worst owner isn't worth it. And, yep. and I, I want to know from you, what are some of those maybe red flags that you start to see as you're vetting a potential client to maybe say like, okay, this is going to be a good fit or no, this person's going to be too high maintenance. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put that on my team. What, what are some of those red flags? You know, one of the easiest flags is individuals who come to us and, Hey, I don't have a property yet, which is no problem. But, um, you know, I'm looking to, uh, looking at this area or maybe they do have a property, but you know, here's the level that I want to take it to from a renovation standpoint, from a, a design standpoint. We want to make sure that they've got uh, some liquidity as well to be able to cover, you know, issues that pop up. One of the things, I guess, one of the benefits to our company is that we're able to float a lot of these expenses that might pop up throughout the month. If if there's a, you know, a larger maintenance call, we've got our own maintenance team on staff. We've got yeah. contractors that really can, you know, build property if we need to. But um, having said that. You know, we have seen some flags around, well, I, I think we can work with this. And it's like, you know what? You can, it's just not going my portfolio. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and, and, and we have to, you know, and very pleasantly as politely as we can have that conversation, you know, here's the things that we need to be able to do to, right. 
uh, fix it up. And we think that we can get you this rate, uh, this occupancy of this, this type of revenue per month. But, you know, at the same time, we're going to have, we're going to have to have an owner that plays ball with us that trusts the, you know, trusts the process. Absolutely. You know, so I, I would say those are just a few red flags on the front end that we've seen. And, um, you know, uh, outside of location, it's, Hey, I, I love what you're doing here. I, you know, and I just, uh, I think I'll let you run with this property and come to us on the next one. Yeah. So what I'm kind of hearing is maybe an, an open checkbook and uh, a willingness to trust that you guys know what you're doing is maybe some of the, the key things that you're looking for in an owner. Sure. Uh, and, and you know, we, everybody wants to know that obviously they're going to make it, um, you know, a, a return on their investment. Obviously we don't offer any type of guarantees, you know, that we're going to book this property. Out. Hey, this is what we've done countless times before we've, we've had a few owners come to us from other operators. Hey, I'm you're, you're doing what I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> we've got that two bedroom, one bath, uh, you know, apartment complex, pretty. Uh, that floor plan down pretty pat. We feel like we can get there, you know, with just within just a few hundred dollars from a furnishing budget, as well as, you know, the revenue, uh, it's just, that's what we started out with several years ago. And, uh, but uh, you know, again, it just, it really comes down to them just being able to trust that we know and that we've got the experience to be able to design and, and, and do the marketing correctly and, and go after the right type, right niche customers, you know, to be able to bring in and again, just grab that revenue. Perfect. Last question here, along with this real estate group helping you to build your portfolio, uh, were they also part of the help for building your team or was there a different route uh, to, you know, with 50 properties, I imagine your team is probably pretty extensive here. Um, so where, where are you getting them from? You know, uh, that team has been comprised of folks within that real estate investment group. Um, uh, get referrals to, you know, again, a local handyman, uh, different cleaners. As I mentioned, we've built a local Facebook group of, of short-term operators that we share, you know, it gives the opportunity for different vendors to come in and advertise their cleaning service or their design services, maybe their photography. Uh, and so just being in and really building the network uh, of short-term operators, again, to encourage, you know, folks to you know, Hey, we're all in this boat together. Uh, there's probably 175 folks, uh, uh, you know, within that group, uh, we might as well bring in, you know, the different vendors that we use, you know, give them an opportunity to work with more of us as well as the BNI group, you know, uh, I think it, you know, word of mouth gets around for, you know, different contractors and handymen as well. I think we've got six now, if I'm not mistaken. And then we've got a, you know, a network of cleaners uh, that we had been utilizing, decided it was more beneficial to create our own cleaning team. And, uh, you know, that's uh, that's still a work in progress. I think we've got, I don't know, roughly eight uh, cleaners that work full-time for us now as well. So, uh, again, just uh, it really starts, you know, going back to the network and, and getting in front of these folks who uh, could be several long-term investors, uh, long-term real estate investors uh, who are used to, you know, dealing with this side of real estate and all this revenue you're talking about is intriguing on the short-term side. We might be interested in, in doing something with you there. So uh, really can't, uh, couldn't get very far without uh, certainly going through that, uh, the importance of networking for sure. Cool. Very nice. Josh, how can people connect with you, especially, you know, if someone's got a property over 
in Alabama that wants it managed by you, would love to have people reaching out. Yeah. So our website is dreamlinesuites.com, D-R-E-A-M-L-I-N-E-S-U-I-T-E-S.com. Josh at dreamlinesuites.com is my email and be glad to, again, be a, be a free resource, uh, like we've mentioned, uh, to anybody wanting to, you know, build their network and answer any questions we can. And, and again, uh, one of the reasons why we're here is so that we can learn from other top operators in the business. So certainly appreciative of all of the opportunity you've created here for us. Awesome. Josh Fields, you're awesome. Congrats on all of your success. And thank you for joining us today on the Fearless Investor Podcast and helping our audience to conquer the world of short-term rentals. Thank you. Glad to be here, man. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Dreamlinesuites.com. Go check him out. And if you want to email him once again, Josh says it's josh at dreamlinesuites.com. That's going to do it for us here on the Fearless Investor Podcast, where we're always helping you to conquer the world of short-term rentals. We'll see you next time. Hey, Fearless Investor community. Thanks again for listening to this episode of The Fearless Investor. If you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And for more free content, check out my YouTube channel, also called The Fearless Investor, and our website, www.fearlesskyle.com. Until next time, keep on conquering the world of short-term rentals.